let's jump back to the first episode, the one that's called How I Used to Treat My Husband. Remember at the beginning of that, I explained my first self-awareness moment in the moment it was happening. It was earth shattering. It was amazing. I was doing the dishes and I witnessed my mind carousel between three different options. It was choosing to choose to be mad about towards my husband. It locked away these three different reasons it could latch onto and blame my husband for how I was feeling. That moment was so huge for me because for the first time ever, I witnessed in the moment my ego, my mind choosing to blame my husband for something. And then because I was, I was aware, I had the power of choice. I could choose whether to continue along that path or be like, oh no, no, I don't, I don't want to engage in this behavior. So once you become aware, you have the power of choice. You are now conscious, not unconscious. But since then, I actually wrote all of that out last summer. So it's been a while. Since then, I've learned so much more. And that's what I kind of want to update you guys. My husband is my greatest spiritual practice. I learn more about myself every single day. What I have learned in the past month is that when I am feeling off, when my energy is jilted, I'm tilted, I don't feel good, or mm, I feel blah, I feel agitated, I feel unhappy, in any moment where, or any many hours, I would say, if I for many hours feel unhappy or under the weather, my mind starts the carousel. It starts grabbing and grabbing reasons and explanations on how I can blame my unhappiness on my husband. This is a pattern and I think most of us do it. But what I didn't realize a long time ago when I originally wrote that story about doing the dishes and having that awareness in the moment is that that is the most perfect scenario to not take responsibility for how you feel and the easiest, quickest band-aid Blame your husband or blame your child. Blame the person that is in the room with you for how you feel. This is the pattern that I have been observing in myself. There was one Friday evening. Okay, Monday through Thursday, I usually feel so good. I spend my days alone. I'm reading, researching, editing, photographing, working out, like hiking, all of my things. I'm in bliss Monday through Thursday because... I'm alone. I don't have any expectations. And then Friday night comes along. And just because it's a weekend, I have these expectations that I need to feel alive and I need to socialize. And Friday never lives up to that. I get in this mood where I'm like, I want to do something, but I don't know what I want to do. Or I want to go to eat, but I don't know where I want to go to eat. So I just spend my Friday evenings in this ugh energy. And then one Friday evening, because I was feeling blah, I witnessed my ego try to think of all these reasons to blame my blah feelings onto my husband. It was thinking of all these little things here or there that have been adding up that I haven't, you know, really voiced or anything. My ego was starting to carousel options 
to blame him for my blah feelings. That is the truth. When we are feeling off, we look for any reason we can with our spouse or our child to blame them for our unhappiness or for our triggered feelings or whatever the negative feeling is. Because the ultimate truth that I have been witnessing is that when I am so happy and I am beaming with joy and my husband comes home, there's nothing he can do wrong. The things that normally annoy me don't annoy me because I'm so happy. In other episodes, I have said that I have voiced to him, oh, it it would mean a lot to me when you come home, if you can hug me and kiss me and just look me in the eyes for 10 seconds, that's all I need. Well, the truth is that when I am so happy and I filled up my love cup all day so it's overflowing, I don't even notice if he comes through the door and doesn't kiss me. There's nothing he could do wrong when I am this happy. So this has shown me time and time and time again that how we treat our spouse or our child in the moment, that is a direct reflection on how we feel in the moment. When we are so happy and our joy is flowing over, we project that joy. When we are so happy, we project that happiness. And when we are unhappy, when we are stressed, when we are overwhelmed, we project those feelings. How we are treating our spouse and how we are treating our child is our clue to how we feel inside of us. And you'll say, no, 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 no. But it's true. Start noticing. Start paying attention. Because I will guarantee you, you will never see a spouse that is so happy, so joyful, and then in the moment project overwhelm onto their partner. That doesn't happen. We project what we are feeling inside of us. When we had a shitty day, we come home and project that shit onto everyone else. When we had the best day ever, we come home and we project that onto everyone else. So this is why I think we aren't clued and tapped into our emotional body and how we feel. Most of us have cut ourselves off from how we feel. We don't even examine and analyze our emotional body. We had a stressful day at work, we come home and we project that stress and overwhelm onto our spouse or our children instead of communicating, coming home and saying, I had such an overwhelming day. I'm going to try my best not to project that onto you. Maybe I just need 10 minutes by myself. Maybe I need to take a shower and then I will be ready to talk to you. Our responsibility is having this feel-good list of things of how to deal with our stress, how to deal with our overwhelm. Because what our spouse and our children aren't, what they aren't, is our punching bag, is, is our outlet for how we feel. That is not what they signed up for, but that's what it's become. And it's not right. It's common, but it's not right. It's not okay. We need to take radical accountability and responsibility for how we feel and how we deal with stress and overwhelm. If you had a very overwhelming, stressful day at work, you need to unleash tools to deal with that. Your toddler did not ask to be born to be your punching bag. That's not the way it's supposed to go. And I'm getting heated and I just feel like I need to calm down so you guys don't get annoyed of me. 
there's a quote that's really good. It says something like, our spouse and our children constantly show us that we are not as aligned as we could be. And then they're the ones that get blamed for our stress. That is so true. They constantly show us that we are not as aligned as we could be. Well, not aligned. Oh, I'm not aligned. That is what they show us. They are a flashlight into our inner world. That is their purpose. So instead of just living this unconscious life where you're projecting all of your feelings and your internal, internal world on your spouse and your children, we can change it up. We can become aware and choose consciously a different way to live. We can employ a feel-good list. I call this the list of things that move energy and make me happy and dispel stress. We all have our own ways. For me, a lot of times it's music. Music is my number one. I have this specific list that just elevates my vibration and makes me feel so much better. It's like a huge exhale listening to this certain music I love. Or walking, dancing, exercising. You know, you have to create your own list. So after a really stressful or overwhelming day, you can choose something from this list. And that is taking responsibility for how you deal with your feelings. Instead of unconsciously coming home or just projecting it onto your children or your spouse. We have to take responsibility. So what can you do on your drive home from work? Can you take as many deep breaths into your belly through your nose on your way home from work? Can you listen to a podcast that uplifts you? Can you have complete silence and deep breathe? That is how we train our nervous system into relaxation mode. This is how we take responsibility for our feelings and responsibility of shifting them or feeling them or facing them instead of just repressing, denying, and then vomiting them onto our loved ones. That's not okay. They didn't sign up for that. I have to point out that I'm saying all of this because we didn't learn it growing up. I would guess most of us didn't learn, okay, what do we do when we're overwhelmed? What do we do when we're angry or stressed? Okay, we could punch a pillow. We could write down all our feelings in a notebook. We weren't taught these action tools. So now when we're 20 something, 30 something years old, we're relearning, we're learning how to deal with our feelings. And a lot of you guys are parents. And what's amazing is that you can be learning while teaching it to your children. That's amazing. If you're learning what to do with your feelings when you're overwhelmed, then when your child is having a tantrum, which is an overwhelming flooding of emotions, you can employ the same things to them. You can validate them and say, I know it's so hard to feel this overwhelm. I know it's so hard to feel these big emotions, but you know what? We could go punch a pillow or we can go kick a ball. What do you want to do? That is their feel-good list. We could try to help them incorporate their feel-good list just like we are doing. We're all learning this at the same time because we never learned this as a child. 
I think a super fascinating thing to witness is that adults, you know, spouse to spouse, a lot of times we project our big feelings onto each other. That's kind of what a normal relationship is. It's not right, but that's what happens. And then these little people, these kids see, oh, they're projecting their big emotions onto one another. So that kind of gives me permission when I'm feeling really angry to call my sibling stupid. Everything we do is modeling to our children. So if we're talking to our spouse saying, I'm feeling really overwhelmed and I need to go into my bedroom and just breathe for 10 minutes, your child is watching that and they're watching how you're dealing with overwhelm. Whether you're dealing with overwhelm by you know, using this horrible tone to your spouse or saying, narrating your feeling and saying, I'm feeling very overwhelmed. I am going to do blank action step. You are showing your child how to narrate your feeling and then something that is on your feel good list, whatever it is. That is amazing. That is the world I envision. This is the stuff I think about because I am trying to model that right now with my husband and it's an everyday thing because I was never taught how to handle my emotions, what to do. I think we're all in this same boat and it's not that easy, but it gets better and it gets way easier with practice. And it's just little, you know, little step by little step by little step. And then all of a sudden you like step out into the clearing and you feel like, wow, I'm, I'm doing it. This All of the hard work is paying off and it feels so amazing and everyone wins. Your relationships get closer and more connected. Everyone's happier. Everybody wins. 